0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Born Wild podcast. I'm your host, Sophia. Leah is out sick today, um, but we have a great interview, two awesome birth stories. Um, Ashley, will you introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Hi, my name is Ashley, and I um, am currently almost four months postpartum, (laughs) and um, I had Leah and Sophia, this whole pregnancy, but with my first, um, I did have a hospital birth. So I have two kids. Um, and my first was during, um, during COVID not like the, you know, really intense part, (laughs) but kind of towards the end. So my husband was able to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I have two kids kind of like two under two, but that's where I'm at right now. (laughs)
0: And what do you do for a living?
1: I am a personal trainer and I'm not back to work yet. Thankfully, I'm still home um, with my little guy and my daughter and I'm helping my husband a little bit. He runs a company here and um, we live in Marin County and he runs a business and it's um, flooring, carpets, cleaning, all that stuff. And I've just been helping him here and there while I'm home. So it's been fun.
0: (laughs) Start at the beginning for you, wherever that is, like when you found out you were pregnant or when you knew you wanted to be a mom, where does that start for you?
1: All right. So basically we, you know, COVID hit (laughs) (laughs) and that whole thing happened. Um, So we, where we were at that time in our lives, we had already been married like a few years. And, um, I was on birth control and I was very over it. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to do this to my body. I was like realizing kind of just like how terrible birth control is. Um, I also didn't feel great on it. I just didn't love it. So I was like, I really just want to be off birth control. And we were both like, let's just see what happens. (laughs) Like if we get pregnant, fine, whatever, not a big deal. Um, and if we don't for a little while, that's fine too. Like we were kind of just like go with it kind of,
0: like oh, um, and but, not trying.
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then we didn't realize how quickly we were going to get pregnant. So oh. I got pregnant very quickly. Um, and we were at the time, uh, living just like in this really nice location that we loved right by the freeway. And we, it was close for me for work. And it was, just like super convenient. But now that we we're pregnant, we didn't want to be in that area anymore. Um it wasn't like that great for like kids. So we moved in with um my husband's family. Mm-hmm. And we uh rent like the back part like a granny unit pretty much on their um, property. And so now we, you know, we had relocated it and everything and it was like perfect for a family. Um so we were in a good spot, but because it was like in that COVID time and it was a little sketchy, um, I had had a friend that it was her first baby and she was not allowed to have anyone in the hospital. She didn't have her mom. She didn't have her husband. She had, and I was like, just so heartbroken for her. Um, And I was like, very stressed that that was gonna be my situation. Um, And thankfully it wasn't, but I had told my husband, I was like, well, what do you think about just like, let's just try having a home birth. (laughs) Like I, I threw it out there. And he was not into it the first round. So with my daughter, Lila, she's two now.
0: something going wrong or what was his hesitation?
1: So the year before we had Lila, um, her, uh, his brother, they had their fourth baby. And when they were in the hospital, so it's her fourth baby. She's already had like pretty fast births. And I, this birth was like 45 minutes. Like it was so quick. So he actually came out so quickly that he swallowed, um, marconium and then they pumped his belly and whatnot. He didn't breathe for like a hot second. And his dad was like, you know, rubbing his back and like getting him to breathe. Um, and so that kind of freaked him out. And I was very like, listen, if this happens with us here at home with, you know, let's just say we had you guys then too, um you guys would know what to do like that to that wasn't like an emergency like you kind of just like pump the belly do you know do what you need to do um so i didn't feel like super nervous about it but he did he's like i don't know some what if something else could go wrong hmm? what happened honey okay well let me change it for you okay one sorry one second
0: no worries we'll pass
1: okay so um basically, that was very like nerve wracking for him. And to me, I was like, it's not really, there wasn't very many things in my mind that could go wrong. That would be like, you know, we needed to immediately go to the hospital. I was just very confident. Like I just felt very confident with me giving birth with the whole situation. It's very natural. And so I was just nervous about it, but for him, it was like, I just, let's not take a chance on our first kid.
0: Yeah. What would you say gave you that confidence? Did you have like friends having babies or did like you, your mom have positive birth stories or you have no idea?
1: (laughs) You know, what's funny is, um, I know that my mom didn't have any complications with any of our births, but she has never actually shared her birth stories with me.
0: Oh, (laughs) yeah. Mm -hmm. I should ask her. Um,
1: but she's never really shared, like she's told us, like, for, like, for example, I know like with, um, almost all, I think all three of us, she drove herself to the hospital and she, yeah, like in labor, um, and got to the hospital and, you know, just did everything, like totally did it on her own, called my dad and was like, Hey, like, we're going to have a baby and just took herself there. And I feel like, because she kind of like, just nonchalantly told me those stories and was like, Oh yeah, I drove myself to the hospital. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. She never like really went in depth with like the birth stories themselves, but, but that type of like <laughs> the way that she explained it was just so like, Oh, like it wasn't a big deal. Like I was like, Oh, okay, well, I guess I can do this then. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Love it. I, I also prepared with books. Um, I read Ina May's book. I read um, birth without fear. Um, I read Uh, That nutrition book by, oh my gosh, I forget her name.
0: Is it uh, Lily Nichols?
1: Yeah, that one. Oh my gosh, I loved that book. Um, So those are like my three main books. And I read those books. And then I read the Ina May book. And I was just like, I like when I basically, I just thought to myself, like, women do this every single day. Like, literally around the entire world, there's someone giving birth every single day. And I was like, if, like, if a healthy, I'm a healthy young, person, like very active. I just like, I knew I could do this. And if something did come up and we needed to go to the hospital, we're not far away. So I just wasn't nervous about it. I just had that. I had, I was very confident that we were going to be like, you're gonna be okay. And then my mom told me her stories and she drove herself to the hospital.
0: So I was like, all right, well, you're like, if you could drive yourself, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I was very confident in that. And so I, um, we didn't end up having a home birth the first time around. Um, we did go to the hospital. I was, um, let's see, I was at home and I, um, I started feeling like I was going into labor and it was funny because that night I wanted ice cream. And so my husband was out getting ice cream for us (laughs) and I texted him and I was like, I think, like, I think it's going to happen tonight. Um, I was like, you probably should get back home soon. (laughs) So, um, my sister-in-laws told me to, just stay home as long as possible. Cause if I go too early, they're going to send me back. Um, or if I go to hospital and you know, they want to keep me longer then I got to get like, you know, all whatever it's called, got to get IVs and all that stuff. You know, you got to get hooked up. And I was like, I want to be at home and comfortable. So I, they said that the best, my sister in laws literally both said sit on the toilet. They're like, stay on the toilet. It's super comfortable. Stay stay at home as long as you can. They and so
0: good advice. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I totally took that advice to heart and stayed home and sat on the toilet. And it was the best thing I did. And we had to go to Kaiser in San Francisco. So it was, I want to say like, I think Mike, my husband will tell you, he made it in like third, how long did it take you Mike? Like 32 minutes or something like that. Um, so we were, we drove to the hospital and, um, the only reason, this is funny, the only reason that we actually got to the hospital is because my husband forced me to leave. I was like totally fine on
0: the toilet. I was gonna say what made you decide it was time to go. Yeah.
1: So and you know, it's my first and it's just me and him. So like we're like, we don't really know. I called, let me tell you, I called multiple times. We called at least four times, I wanna say, and let Kaiser know what the situation was, you know, how far away. Um or how like the contractions are going, we were like very detailed and gave them everything. But because it was my first, I was getting like the, oh, you have time. Like, don't worry about it, stay home, you have time. And I was gonna stay home anyways, cause I was like, I'm just, I, I wanna do this at home as comfortable as I can. But they're like, you have time, you have time. My entire labor in itself, like all the way till we had the baby, um, it was only eight hours. And so I don't think they expected that as my first time baby, like first time giving birth. So they just kept pushing me off. So we were just staying home. But my husband was like, this is not okay." (laughs) He said that I I transitioned on the toilet and I didn't even know it. Like, I just didn't realize it. I just was like going. And so I transitioned on the toilet and he's like, the sound that you made, (laughs) I was not comfortable with. (laughs) (laughs) And the sounds that you were making and how it was going, I needed to take you to the hospital because I was not ready. I was not prepared for this. So he, at that point, basically when I transitioned was like, you need to get up and we need to go to the hospital. I'm not prepared to be the one to like birth this baby. So he actually forced me to go. And I was totally like, I transitioned. I was pushing in the car, but we made it um, to the hospital, got into the room and I was probably... Um, I was probably only there at the hospital. I want to say for like, I don't even know, maybe an hour. What time did we get there? Two, no, two, like a, like two hours. I was probably there for two hours mm-hmm. and then she was born and it was awesome because nothing, there was nothing anyone could do. Cause I was already pushing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so I got, got, got there, there and
0: you were pushing.
1: I got there and I was pushing, I got there and I was already 10 centimeters dilated. Huh. So I was like, it was go time. And so they hadn't, they couldn't do anything, you know, like I, the first question I remember being asked was, um, was you don't want an epidural, right? And I was like, no, I'm fine. And then I heard them say, oh, good, because you're way too far. <laughs> and I'm like, great. Cause I don't need it. Um, and then what else happened? There was another thing. It's not working. Okay. Hold on one second. I was what is that GBS positive?
0: Yep. Yeah, group B. Right.
1: Yeah. So I was GBS positive with Lila. Um and when we got to the hospital, because I was already pushing and and you know, I had I was, I mean, it was like, I was having her already. So there was actually no time to give me like antibiotics or anything. And I was so grateful for that. Cause I really didn't want them anyways. I'm
0: surprised if they knew that, that when you were in labor, they didn't have you come in sooner. Just to I, give you those.
1: I know crazy. Right. right. So what, that's also know? what I thought. I was like, man, I'm surprised. They really didn't ask me to come in. Like, just tell me, you know, just come in early so they can, you know, hook me up and everything. But thank goodness they didn't. Cause I did not want that go down that route. And, um, when I got there, I remember them seeing it in my chart. And I, rem- I slightly remember them, I think, trying to like hook me up and give me like an IV of antibiotics and whatever, but it was like, it was, I was already. it was, I mean, she was already like coming out, like it was just not going to happen. <laughs> so, um, that was awesome. And then the other thing that we laugh about now, but my husband was actually irritated about, um, <laughs> uh, Mikey will tell you, he was, he So he had to go, so we're in San Francisco. So he had to go like park the car in a garage and then like run over, you know, and come in and like find me and everything. And, and I was already pushing. So he was like worried he was going to miss her coming out and like all that stuff. So, um, when he finally got to our room, a nurse, I believe, or maybe the doctor, someone told him why they said, why did you wait so long to bring her in? And he was so mad. Yeah. (laughs) Because he was like, are you kidding? He's like, we called you so many times. I wanted to come in earlier than this. And they greeted him with that. So he was like super irritated about that. Um, and, you know, and, and everything ended up being fine. But I remember him talking to me about it after we had Lila and the nurses were all gone. it was like a moment and whatever. And he's like, I can't believe that they would yeah. tell me that when I, like, that was not my choice. They kept pushing us off. So that was his experience.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, but it, it can never be their fault, right?
1: <laughs> right, exactly. So I was super grateful that we only were there. Thankfully, pushing and transition, that whole thing just happened only for two hours. And then once we had her, um it was like early, like that had gone on through the night because I, I had it was a Thursday. um It was a Thursday night that I went into labor around like maybe I want to say like eight or nine p.m. And then we had her. Um, like at 4 55, like early, early in the morning. So we were just exhausted and we just wanted to rest. And, um, I told, I like asked the nurses, I was like, How soon can I get out of here? Like, I want to be, I want to get out. I want to go home. Um, and so they like tried to get everything going for me. And, um, I got up and like went pee and did that, all that stuff. Um, Lila was good. Like, everything was great with her. She looked awesome. Um, so we just wanted to like rest and stuff and come back home. So I, we, I actually was able to get out. I think they wanted you to stay like 48 hours, but it was also like COVID. So they were okay with us leaving earlier. I think they just wanted to get people out of the hospital, you know? Um, So they were okay with us leaving a little early, earlier. So thankfully I didn't have to stay like a whole 48 hours. We got out before then and then we were home. And once we got home, it was everything was, you know, I was like recovering and stuff. It's so crazy. Like your first kid and your second kid, the way it compares, because I was like, I feel like I was, like, out for, like, two weeks with Lila. Like, I was sore and tired and shaky and all that stuff. And then, you know, once I had Bodhi here at home, it was – that he's my second. And I was, like, two days. I felt
0: felt better. <laughs> it's, like,
1: it's just weird. It's so crazy. Your body just, like, knows what to do. But, yeah, with Bodhi, it was, like, two days. And with Lila, it was a lot longer. And Mikey was, like, taking care of me and stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you hungry? Okay. The
0: first thing um, you're, like – stops your world huh you're like whoa what is happening
1: totally totally it was like it's just a little bit of like a shocker everything's a shocker you know it's like you go from none to one and it's everything's a shocker you have a you have a kid you just brought home (laughs) um you know your body just went through that whole thing and so uh, to be honest her birth was so nice because I was at home for so long and um I was on the toilet and just it was such a it was so comfortable and by the time I got to the hospital, like, um, you know, they want you to go on your back and everything. And so I was just already like pushing. So I kind of went like sideways, like I was laying back, but I was like sideways. And, um, like on one side, on my left side, I was on my left hip and they wanted me to like straighten out. And I was like, uh, um, I didn't even listen. I just like tuned it out. Cause I just was pushing, you know? So that never happened. I never straightened out for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was like a comfortable position and everything was just like so smooth and nice. And because it was eight hours, I feel like it was just like I got breaks, I got to breathe. Um, and even though like the pushing part of it, I think I like pushed for um two hours. Um, even that part was just it was just nice. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't it didn't feel difficult, it didn't feel hard. It just felt to be honest, it actually felt good. Like I was like pushing and we were like she was coming out, I was making progress. Um, the, the best thing they did for me was give me a mirror. They gave me a giant mirror and I could see her like the progress I was making. And then I could, I remember being like, okay, are we almost done? And then I saw, I like looked at, looked down and saw her like through the mirror. And it was like, just like her legs needed to like come out or something. And they told me that they're like, you're so close. you just need like one more push. And that just helped so much. So it was like, I was so grateful. It was super smooth. And just like, it felt good it's weird, but it felt good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a lot of first time moms who are listening to this and they're like, yes, may that, may that be my story. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> yeah. But with Bodhi, it's very different. Yeah. How Do was like anything about your placenta that you remember it came out pretty smooth or anything you want to mention about like your breastfeeding journey?
1: You know what? Um, they actually the doctor without even telling me just started slowly taking my placenta out mm-hmm. like he um so with both births my um umbello- the umbilical cord was very short mm-hmm. um I don't know why but they were both short so when they took out both babies I couldn't fully grab them you know like all the way up at top at like the top of my chest it was like they were on my belly yeah um so I just I had a sh- I just had a short, um, but the cord cord was just short. So like, he was actually slowly pulling out my placenta so that I can pull the baby higher, but I didn't even know he was doing it. He didn't even tell me. And then all of a sudden I realized my placenta was coming. <laughs> I was like, Oh, cool. So that's how that works, I guess. And I didn't know any different. So he just did it. Um, and then I'm super grateful, but both babies literally came out the womb and just latched on to my nipple. Like so easy. They both just, it it was, it was honestly great. It just worked out. I'm grateful that it worked out that way, but they both just like found my boob and attached and started nursing. And it was a smooth journey from there on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then at what point did you guys decide or to get pregnant again?
1: Okay. So with Bodhi, he, no, nope, he was surprised too. <laughs> so we what did I do I feel like oh I was tracking I was totally tracking and I just I guess I just suck at tracking and I got pregnant and I we were just like all right well this happened here we go Mm -hmm. um I won't I knew that so once we found out we were pregnant and everything he they told me I was like due like in April and so I knew they were going to be like exactly 2 years apart cuz Lila is April 2nd and Bodie is April 24th so they're going to be 2 years apart and I wanted to wait for like 3 years because Lila was not done nursing yet. I actually breastfed through my entire pregnancy. Um and I'm still currently breastfeeding both of them. So Lila's two and three months and Bodhi is, or yeah, they're, they're both, uh, Bodhi's almost four months. So Lila's about to be two and four months. Um, And I'm still breastfeeding both of them. Lila doesn't breastfeed as much during the day. Cause I have to tell her no um, or distract her, you know, yeah. but like nap time and bedtime and then her waking up in the morning is like, she's nursing with Bodhi. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah. So I don't, I mean, we just, it just happened and it was fine. I wanted to wait another year to maybe have her in a little better of a place like with me, like as far as like sharing me and me having more time with her, but it's worked out. It's been okay. Um, she loves him, like loves him. Um, the only thing is the breastfeeding too has been nuts. I am just ravenous, like 24 seven, um, breastfeeding, Huh? That's
0: a lot to take on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a
1: lot. It's exhausting. And breastfeeding through pregnancy is totally painful. And it's wild because I didn't even have milk anymore. It was definitely um colostrum and she still wanted it. And I had heard so many of my friends that had gotten pregnant um and were still like they were still breastfeeding. They're pregnant and then their milk right out went to colostrum and their babies were like what is this i don't want that like they just stopped and i'm like oh like maybe that will just naturally happen with lila no she's that girl is yeah, that girl I mean, is addicted
0: to the- <laughs> you know and yeah something like
1: that so she just kept going and is still going and she was okay with it being colostrum <laughs> yeah. um so that was, yeah, so I breasted the whole pregnancy and then um, obviously my milk came in and whatever, and I'm still going with that. And um, she had a pretty, she had a pretty bad like regression with sleep mm. and is still going now. Like she started waking up like a newborn to nurse throughout the night. I know. And I was like, what is going on with this kid? So like, it's like, I, she wakes up, I want to say like every two hours. And still wakes up every two hours to nurse. And I'm like, girlfriend, what are you doing? Like, you don't need this at nighttime. Like, go to sleep. But she can't. She's, like, fully just latched onto me and attached. So either way, it's we're trying to make it work. We're tired. But we're trying to, like, you know, not totally cut her off. And, like, she's, like, she gets very emotional about it. So I just feel like she's just not ready. Yeah. So anyways, we're trying to make that work and then, um, and then let's see. So yeah, we got, so what was that?
0: How was, I was going to say, how was your pregnancy? And at what point did you guys decide that you were going to go home birth?
1: Okay. So yeah. So, okay. So we're basically, we got pregnant. Um, now for this pregnancy, I carried a lot lower. So Lila was really high. Are you leaving? It's okay, he can stay. Lilo, um, I'll just I can hold him. Lilo was very high. He was a lot lower. Um, chasing her on a toddler and being pregnant is very different, very hard. <laughs> At, towards the end, like it was okay, and like while we were, you know, in the beginning and stuff wasn't that fun. Oh, honey, he's hungry. Um, it was I want to say. Being pregnant in the beginning. I know. I'm sorry. Being being pregnant in the beginning, it was fine. Like I I had like a pretty smooth pregnancy. Um, but as I got bigger, obviously it was harder. Um, I carried a lot lower with him. And so it was just funny towards the end. Like I or even in even in like the middle of my pregnancy, it just felt harder um, keeping up with Lila and carrying lower. Um, (laughs) but with this pregnancy, um, basically I told Mikey, I was like, listen, we were like home basically with like, I could have had her on the toilet. And so because of that, and because he saw like how it went and he like, like, you know, everything went smooth. He had more confidence in like a home birth. So, I asked him in like the beginning, the first, I want to say like, it was like, you know, to the first two, three months or whatever, I was like, can we try to like make this work? And, you know, do you feel confident to have a home birth? And he was like, well, if you're confident, I guess I'm confident too. Like, you know, we basically once had her on the toilet and it was, it was, we talked about it and he was like, yeah, let's just, let's do it. So that's when we were like falling around and, interviewing. And then we interviewed with you guys and it just so happened that Leah literally lives like down the street from us, which I thought was perfect. And so cool. Cause that also gave him some confidence because she could just walk on over in about five minutes. Right. <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, then we found you guys and we were like, all right, we're going to, we're definitely going to do this. This is, this is, this will, we felt good about it. Um, and then we, let's see. Oh, okay. And then,, um, I want to say we told uh, oh, one of my really good friends also used you guys and and, um, and she's just said so many good things. So from from that too, like once I interviewed with you guys I, I was already confident in working with you guys, but then interviewing with you guys and Mikey talking to you guys it just it worked out well. you got it, Leah was super close. Um, so from there, We told our family and some friends, and we didn't. I didn't really like feel the need to be like, Hey, we're gonna have a homework and like put it out there, you know, just because I didn't really feel like getting any feedback from it. And so we told some, Mm -hmm. huh?
0: Everyone's opinions on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't need it. (laughs) So we told some family and then we told just a couple friends. Um, But thankfully, like the friends I did share it with, I just knew would be would be very positive about it. And then the family we did share with, of course, um, they as well were like pretty positive. There was a, yeah. There was a few questions and like, eh, are you sure? And there was a few like, more so like there (laughs) was more so there was like some of some family that was like, what does that even look like? Like what's gonna happen? So it was actually kind of cool to like share with them, you know? and kind of just like, show them like how it's like, you know, you guys are so qualified. You guys have done this with so many people. Like home birth is very natural, very normal. It was totally the norm before people started getting hospital births. Like it was actually fun to educate them. So that was a good experience as far as like starting off with, you know, telling everyone we're having home birth. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I also was very like I it didn't happen but I was very into having the idea of like Mikey being there my husband like my daughter being there I thought it was going to be so cool um you know our like the dog is fine in the house there like I don't know it was just like you're comfortable you're home like I thought it was going to be everything about it I was just super into it I loved the idea
0: like a family birth Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I thought that was so I thought it was so like cool and magical but Lila didn't end up being there. So, want well, me to tell you the story?
0: Yeah, yeah, go for it.
1: So, this was the craziest birth. It was so stinking fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was crazy. It just, like, hit, it hit me like a whirlwind, dude. Um, and I think we knew that was going to happen. I remember telling you guys that Lila had, you know, it was pretty relatively fast for her first birth. Um, and I remember you guys saying, like, you know, once you start having signs of going into labor, like definitely just tell us very quickly because it will probably go fast. And I was like, "All right, it'll go fast." But you know, with Lila it was eight hours. I was like, well, "What's it going to be like? Five hours or I don't know, something like that." You know, I didn't think it was gonna be that fast. So <laughs> um, it ended up happening where I, te- I think I texted Leah because with Lila, I think because I was on the on the um, on the toilet so long, I had no idea when my water broke Mm -hmm. I knew when I had the bloody show and that's right after that I transitioned but I didn't know like if my water broke or anything like I never felt that so um with this one I felt like maybe I peed a little bit like it wasn't like a water breaking you know like a big water breaking it was like a little bit and I was like hmm, I wonder what that is so I texted Leah that and then after that I didn't have a bloody show like Lila um, where I was like, oh, yeah, like something is happening. Um, I just had like a. I remember it being like just a little bit of pink. And I told Leah that, too. And she goes, well, that's that's enough for me. And what was funny was, you know, we're thinking and we're thinking and Mikey is excited that Leah lives two minutes away. (laughs) But it ended up that everyone was at a um, birth meeting like an hour away. Like yeah. the entire team,
0: we were all together. And she's like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh,
1: cause she, t- she told me that she's, she was like, oh, like, she's like, I just want you to know I'm in Petaluma, like an hour away from where I live. I know, buddy. And, um, and I was like, oh, okay, no <laughs> worries. And let me tell you, I did not tell Mikey. I did <laughs> not want him to know. I just said, Hey, she knows she's on her way. Um, she said to get the, she said to get the pool ready. And she said, to, she like gave us steps, you know? And so I just gave him direction and I, I did not tell him that you guys were all at a birth meeting. And, um, and then, you know, it was, we were getting everything ready. Um, and she hadn't come yet. And he was like, where, what is happening? She lives two seconds away. Like how could she not be here yet? And that's when I told him that he was in Petaluma, but by then she was already very close, thankfully. So he didn't like freak out, you know,
0: it was so funny. (laughs) Hey,
1: Hey, Hey, it's okay, buddy. What did you say?
0: He he didn't, he didn't have to worry for like a whole hour. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I didn't need him to be stressed, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, so that was funny. We, and I was, you know, I was fine with it. I, I wasn't like, I wasn't worried. Um, but. I want to say that was like at 7.30, like p.m., 7.30 p.m. Um, No, was it? I think, no, she got here at 7.30, I believe. She got here at 7.30. So maybe we told her, like, it just all, I feel like it just all happened so stinking fast. Because it was really only, like, an hour, you know, of, like, actually getting down to my pool (laughs) and sitting in there and then pushing and then her coming and being there. And then Bodhi was out like it was totally crazy Um, when I texted her and all that
0: had about like a three hour labor and that she was there for about a half hour before he was born.
1: Yeah. So it was wild because I just thought I had so much more time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And when all when everything like first started, I was just like, all right, I wanted to sit and be comfortable. I wanted to get the ball. The pool was getting um, filled up and um thankfully my sister was here so she was actually helping mike um but while all that was happening i was like okay i have time i have time but then it's like i literally i had to text leah because i was like i think i'm i transitioned like i like i'm like pushing um and i had i made it downstairs thankfully and mikey texted her i think and i think he was the one that let her know like or asked her like how far she was or something. And by then she was like, you know, like pulling up or something like that. But I was already in the pool. Um, I had already been pushing. And with this, with Bodhi, when I started pushing and just because everything started happening so fast, when I started pushing, it was just like, it was like contraction after contraction, like just go, 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 go. It was not, like breathe and take a break (laughs) it was not like calm it was just like no this is happening and actually I forgot to tell you two weeks prior to giving birth for those two weeks I had already felt um like every night I was gonna go into labor it was it was wild like it was it was like every night I would kind of like start to have contractions and then they would go away Mm -hmm. and I felt like I was going to have the baby. I'm like, every, every, it was like a false alarm every night. And it was getting very frustrating. <laughs> I was like, Bodhi, stop playing with me. Like he, he was literally messing around with me. Um, but for two weeks that was happening. So I remember you guys telling me that my body was like preparing and like prepping. And then I had uh, my friend, um, my friend's a doula and she came to take pictures. You guys know her, but she came to take pictures um, and I had t- talked to her before I just told her, I was like, Hey, just so you know, like basically every night I feel like I'm gonna go into labor and, um, you know, this is whatever, like I am i haven't, nothing's happened yet. Um, but she was like, Oh man, she goes, just, she's the one who told me, she goes, just be ready because it sounds like your body's preparing and you're going to have a fast labor. And I'm like, all right, well, mentally preparing, I'm going to have a very fast, very fast labor. <laughs> um, so once I was like, Once, and you guys were all right. Like once I was like pushing, it was just like, go, 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 go. No breaks, like barely enough time to like breathe in between. And it was like, he just came in like just a little force to reckon with. Like it was like very strong, very intense. It was, I would say everything was just intense from the beginning to the end. Everything was just intense. And um, finally he came out and he was definitely, I want to say a little broader than Lila, He's got <laughs> shoulders on him. Like he came out and th- I want to say it was 30. Yeah. The, that 30 minutes, that last 30 minutes, Leah showed up. And I was like, Leah, I was like, I don't think it's happening, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's, not, he's not coming. Like, it's not going to work. And when I said that he is, he was already like crowning, like his head was already like almost out. And I just had to get his head and his shoulders out and then it was fine. But The head and the shoulders, I was just like, I was not ready. And she was like, no, like you, he's like almost here. Like you can do this. So thankfully she got there in that last 30 minutes because that last 30 minutes, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it. I can't get him out. I'm not going to do it. And she helped so much. So she helped me, you know, get through that, 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 those last few pushes. And then we got him out and, and then we were in the pool, we got out of the pool onto the couch lila my daughter was not there so she went to grandma's house because my husband was like it was a little too like loud he's like you were much it was much more intense and loud this time so he's like i just want didn't want her to like um get nervous or scared or anything and it was already her bedtime like she was needed to go to sleep so and you know we live in the backyard so she took two steps down to my in-laws house and um Once we had Bodhi, it was like laying on the couch with him. They brought her up and it was so great. (laughs) Everything was just so... After he was here and I got out and I was laying on the couch with him and then Lila came in and my husband were all together. It was like perfect. That's like exactly what I had envisioned. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. He's a little chunk right now. I haven't seen him in a while. I know.
1: He's huge, dude. And it was again I'm like super grateful because he also just like latched on so quickly like it just say hi Hi. (laughs) he (laughs) he latched on and was breastfeeding and it was very I'm just I'm grateful that both kids like it was smooth because I know lots of stories where it was not smooth so he latched on He and it was very smooth as far as like him breastfeeding and then that with this particular so with this pregnancy I was more like sick not like morning sickness sick but like immunity like I would get like colds right. and stuff way more often <laughs> like I feel like all the time and it could be also because a toddler you know they're running around touching everything and they get you sick <laughs> so right. I was like just I was always sick I always had a cold I always had something mm-hmm. um and then after I gave birth I was very like anemic so I was just like very very lethargic right afterwards and
0: um yeah I gave you Leah an- ended it- right.
1: I was going to say Leah ended up giving me an IV um, and some, gave me fluids and that was great. That helped a lot. And then I was just like super lightheaded and just couldn't really get up and do stuff. So at that point, they just were like, you rest, like um, just chill and, you know, don't go up those stairs. And I was downstairs. They're so like, do not go up those stairs. Um, okay. I'll see you later. Um, and we just... I just hung out downstairs, and you know, thankfully my, again, my sister was here, so she helped and brought food and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, they she gave me an IV, and I was just like, I was very, very tired and just dizzy and stuff, so I didn't move for like a couple of days, um, or like really get up. And then after that, um, I w- made sure I had like all my supplements. So like, um, I got my placenta, you guys in my placenta so thankfully once i got that i had my beef liver i was taking that and a few more things to help like just my you know get me to not be anemic anymore (laughs) and now almost four months later i feel way better the first two months were tough and then like energy wise you know like i was telling you before like i it took two days for me really to feel like my, my, it was crazy. Like, I just felt like my body didn't really hurt afterwards. It was such an intense, like labor and everything. I thought I was going to be way more sore because it was so intense, but I really wasn't like, it was, I felt really great as far as like my body and wanting to get up and wanting to do stuff two or three days later. But then I was just so anemic and I, I got dizzy too easy. So, um, the, whoa. <laughs> the um the liver and my um the beef liver and then my placenta helped a lot. So now I'm doing way better with that and it's been very very smooth and he's like he's massive so he's very healthy.
0: <laughs> I know the one thing I wanted to remember to touch on to get an update from you is like food sensitivities because I know that was something that we were kind of like talking about and Yeah. So like, what were any of his symptoms uh, during breastfeeding and like what, what unfolded with all that?
1: Okay. So breastfeeding with Lila, super smooth. I could eat anything I ever wanted. Like everything went great. And she was not colicky, like, you know, like normal, like maybe sometimes, but very normal. She didn't have any issues. Then I'm breastfeeding this kid. He latched on perfect. It was great. But we started to notice he was just like, he was like, angry. Like he was uncomfortable. Like he, it was hard for him to like go to the bathroom. Like he was just like, uh, he would like tense up, you know, like tense up and get like red. And I was like, okay, this is not normal. Like, why is he so upset? And it was, um, we had noticed he wasn't like pooping regularly. Um, so then like at that point I'm like, all right, so something's up with this kid. So you, all of us were troubleshooting, you know, you guys, um, had me give him I had, I I had already had gripe water. So I was trying that. And then I I got one of those Wendy's, right? like a little package of Wendy's. And I like to help him poop that relieved him a little bit, but there was, he just wasn't getting relief. Like he, and he wasn't able to poop on his own. So ultimately like you guys were like, okay, well, you got to check out your diet. Like what's going on. Um, so the first thing we did was cut out dairy and you guys were like, if dairy doesn't work, then there's other things, you know, we could continue to go. So, you know, it's just like elimination, you just start eliminating things. Um so we so we cut out dairy first thing and it took a little while to notice anything but I want to say after a week I was like oh he's doing a lot better as, as as far as like um his like tensing up like he wasn't like he was no longer like getting super tense and his face was like turning red that wasn't happening anymore I was like oh my gosh he's so much more calm so we cut out dairy and he calmed down like way more and then by the second week he was like pooping regularly like totally fine. Pooping way more calm. He was so, he was just so much happier. So it ended up being dairy. I had to cut out dairy. And when you and I talked, um, I had told you that I thought I cut out dairy and then I really didn't cut out dairy (laughs) because I didn't realize how much stuff it was in. So for me, I was having a protein shake every day and it was, um, and I'm like, I'm, like I've told you, I was, I'm nursing two kids. So I'm like hungry. So I, I was using like whole milk because I just needed sustenance. Like I was like, I need this protein shake to be as much calories as possible because I'm starving. So I was using whole milk. So I, I, I started just using water and I was using coconut, um, like yogurt to thicken it up a little bit. And, um, once, okay. So that, so I cut that out, my milk. Oh, and then, um, cheese, I cut out, I was making eggs with cheese in the morning. So those are the two things I cut out and I was like, Oh, I'm good. I cut out dairy. And I realized I was having it and like so many other things and I totally did not give up ice cream yet. So I was having ice cream.
0: Like, wait, um, and- oh, yeah. it's like, it's hard because you just like, don't even think about it. You just go about your routine and
1: totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was not used to cutting out such a giant food group. Like it's in so many things. And yeah, I was cooking my eggs and butter. And so I just didn't realize all of those things. And then when you came over, you pointed it out. Like this is all the things. So after that conversation, when I cut out butter, I cut out um, ice cream and all the, all my other stuff. That's when finally that first week I was like, oh, he's so much more calm. The second week he was pooping regularly. And then after that, like the third and fourth week, he was like doing great.
0: It's sad, so it was dairy, like answer, right? Cause dairy is so delicious. And it's great to like, it's so, have an answer. I really,
1: I really didn't want it to be true because <laughs> I wanted to eat cheese and everything, but it was, it was true. <laughs> so are you still dairy free? Um, okay. So this is wild. I started I um started doing some research and um started just looking up a bunch of different stuff to figure out what could also just support him and me and um help his belly cuz cuz even though he was like pooping regularly and stuff it was still occasionally like um we we stopped using the windy altogether so it wasn't we we were not assisting him but he still was like occasionally just having like little like bouts of like discomfort, you know? Um, so I started doing a bunch of research and I found USP grade aspirin in powder form and you put it in water and um, you drink it in water. So it's not like a pill or anything, it's powder. You put it in water and then you drink it with, um, I'm drinking like a uh, drops of vitamin K2 because aspirin kicked in your blood. So vitamin K2 to help with that. Um, but because of the type of aspirin it is and drinking it in water and letting it sit in water, what it does to it. What I, and I forget the exact word I should have. I should have gotten this word down before I told you, um, because I want, I want to share that with you. So be, basically because the type it is and what it does being in water, it actually helps relieve colic when you're breastfeeding your baby. So I started taking that, like, I want to say two weeks, three weeks ago. Um, and it has worked so well. He is like not,
0: to me and I'll put it in the show notes for people to look at.
1: Okay. I will. I will. Um, and I'll explain, I, I wish I could explain to you what it does, but I can show you the, the explanations, um, because of, and obviously like you need to like consult a doctor and everything like make sure you check that it's okay for you if you're going to do it but it helps relieve colic and babies and then my daughter for some reason she just she was getting eczema really bad um and I don't know why she was getting eczema it could have been from the dairy in my breast milk um but I stopped dairy so um we had noticed it was kind of getting better but then once I started taking the aspirin um his colic was like so good like, gone, basically. He has been doing great. And then her eczema is like gone. It is crazy. So I was super grateful that I found that because now I feel like everything's just going a lot smoother with him. Like, his belly is not as upset. And let me tell you, he was having some like nasty, like, his gas was like an adult man, like yeah. stinky. And I was like, what is going on with your insides, kid?
0: And so does this taking this aspirin just like relieve the extra or you, does it make it so you are able to have dairy again without him having reactions? Are you still dairy free?
1: So now I can actually just eat like a regular person. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not going hard on the dairy by any means, but I'm like enjoying cheese. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can, I can not worry about having ice cream and especially on these hot summer months. Like that's what my daughter wants. So we go down walk down and get some ice cream and it's like, I get my sad little sorbet, but now I can have ice cream with her and it's he to- I, I, his call. He's not like upset anymore. Like I, I have, I drink it every day. I only, you only do, um, it's 80, is it milli- milligrams, 80 milligrams a day. Um, so the little scoop in there is just exactly what you need for the day. And you do it just once a day and you're good. And, um, now I can have I'm not, I'm still not doing my protein shake with whole milk, but now I can have ice cream and cheese and not be like super nervous that this poor kid's going to suffer because it was sad before. Like he, like him, his whole face turning red and getting him getting so like being in so much discomfort just sucked. So now he's like, everything's running super smooth. And with her, it's helped her eczema. So.
0: Well, I'm yeah, just going to well, keep going with it Any resources you have on that send to me and I'll put in the show notes. Cause it's great to have another option for families. Cause yeah, like you were saying, when you're breastfeeding, you need so many more calories. And so it's hard to like eliminate a whole food group. Um, you know, but when the babies are so totally. sad, you know,
1: and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a hard balance. Cause you know, you also need to make sure you're eating enough to produce the milk for this little guy, but you also don't want to make him be so you know it's like you don't want him to be in so much discomfort cuz it's terrible to go through. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for that update that's a happy update.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, well, great. Is there any like contact information you want to leave in case people want to get a hold of you?
1: Um I am on Instagram as coach ashley s and um my name is spelled a s h l e y but that's where you can find me on Instagram. And I'm pretty good at like getting back to messages and everything. I show the babies on there for the most part. Um, And yeah, Mm. that would be awesome. I love connecting with other moms and finding even, even for me, just finding other moms that have, that can tell me how to wean a two-year-old without (laughs) totally traumatizing them.
0: (laughs) That would be great. We're putting out a call for help.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you.
0: Oh, well, it's so you. nice chatting with you yeah thank you for sharing your two stories and you were destined for home birth because um you birth very quickly it's just much better to have somebody worry about getting to you than you getting somewhere else
1: totally I told my husband I was like you think we're gonna make it to a hospital this time there's no chance
0: <laughs> <laughs> well thank you again bye Bodhi. thank
1: you so good to say bye Bodhi good to see you